Welcome to Creative Mind Living, a podcast for people interested in personal growth based on the principles of Carl Jung, neuroscience, and Eastern philosophies. We are your hosts, Deborah and Robert Maldonado, founders of Creative Mind Coaching. So we're talking about my favorite topic today, Rob. Oh, yeah? Yes. Social media. (laughs) Oh, I I thought it was the other favorite topic. What was the other favorite topic? (laughs) That's for our X-rated show, Rob. Ah, yes. We, um, social media is very interesting. Mm -hmm. I was in the forefront of internet being born uh, back in the early 90s. I was actually one of my very first jobs. I worked at a new internet startup. So it was back when no one had a computer at home. And mm-hmm. so back when there, there were dinosaurs online. Mm-hmm. And so it's so amazing the changes that have happened and how rapidly in the past 20 years our experience of life has mm-hmm. changed. And one of the main things that has changed is that we can basically know a lot more about people. We can have access to people anywhere in the world. And uh, there's a good side and a bad side to it. <laughs> yeah, it used to be don't talk to strangers and don't get into cars with strangers. <laughs> now it's uh, with Uber and the internet is uh, meet some meet a stranger on the internet and get into a car with <laughs> And then also make friends with people you have no idea who they are and they're your Facebook friends. So um, I want to bring up something recent on uh, a recent episode of Dr. Phil. He actually had an Instagram influencer, and it was she was desperate for Insta fame. And what we're really talking about here is that she realized after um, getting really famous on Instagram that she was really a fraud. It wasn't really who she was. And uh, she really decided, like, what the heck am I doing? I'm like on Instagram trying to get friends and followers. And um, she really wanted to do something more meaningful in her life. And um, I wanted to talk about that, how we, if we don't pay attention, our experience on social media can actually stunt our personal growth and take us away from what we really should be doing with our life. It's like a dysfunctional playground for our ego. It certainly can be. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the internet has given us such power of, of information and knowledge. We're the first generation to have access to every book on the planet mm-hmm. ever uh, published at our fingertips, essentially through Google. And um, and also, it's the internet. It, you know, for entrepreneurs, for uh, people like ourselves. Uh, it's like an extension of our nervous system. Mm-hmm. We're communicating with people all over the planet and instantly uh, kind of knowing what's going on on every part of the planet now. Uh, so it's it's not a, you know, we're not saying it's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it, it, the internet amplifies our human mind yeah. and society uh, but like any new technology, any new innovation, it disrupts old ways, mm-hmm. old patterns, and then it brings about um, unforeseen consequences. Mm-hmm. Well, for example, we assume that it's good for children to mm-hmm. be, you know, I see parents giving the, their kids uh, the phone to play with all the time, mm-hmm. tablets and, and be online and all this screen time, right? Yeah. And uh, we do, we really don't know 
how it's affecting their brains. Yeah, the, the research hasn't been done. Uh, we just kind of assume, well, you know, it's going to help them. Keeps them busy. <laughs> They're not complaining. They're occupied. All right. They're entertained. So what I see are three main issues that that can get in the way of you really growing mm. yourself and that we all get caught up in, in, no matter how enlightened you are, we all get caught up in these three things. One of them's comparison. One of them's needing attention. And the third one is getting caught up in those little uh, fights or arguments with other people. You're getting wrapped up in this debate. And um, especially now with the political climate, there's so much out there that people fight about and uh, get triggered about. So we're going to talk about those three. Mm-hmm. And But overall, I think one thing we have to keep in mind is that our persona online and everyone's persona online isn't really who they are. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's uh, definitely a persona, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a, an electronic persona. Mm-hmm. Right, you're not seeing a person face to face. That whole phenomenon of catfishing. Have you heard about that? No, I haven't. <laughs> you never. Oh well, my tell God. me. <laughs> well, let's say you want to go online, uh, not as yourself. You mm-hmm. want to go on as somebody. A twenty year old Debbie. <laughs> yeah, or a man, or, uh, yeah. or a child, or mm-hmm. another woman. Uh, you create an identity, a, mm. uh, a completely false identity, and then. People interact with other people as mm-hmm. that new catfish persona mm-hmm. and become entangled in relationships. Mm. So there's been situations where people fall in love or they think they're in love. <laughs> they're in love with the picture they posted yes. on their profile. Yes, and then they find out, oh, I was catfished. Mm. That's, yeah. It's, it's been a woman the whole time that I've been falling in love with. Yeah. Well, I... Really, truly, though, just the everyday experience, um, we we kind of feel, let's start with the comparison, is that we've all heard this before. Don't compare someone else's outsides to your insides, yeah. because every we all have an inner world, and then we have the persona, which is what we present. And a lot of people misunderstand when they're seeing other people's persona that that's, their life is so perfect. And when we post on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all those places, we're showing our best self. I mean, we don't really show like how terrible our life is. It's always, look at me, look at I'm eating dinner and look at this trip I'm on and look at my, how much I love my boyfriend, you know, and I have great friends and everything's wonderful. And it's my wife. I love my wife. And it's a fine, you know, to do that. But I think a lot of people think, well, their life is perfect and mine sucks. And so we have that comparison of our inner life and and this false persona that people put up. I see this a lot in um, entrepreneurs. They see uh, other entrepreneurs. It looks like their life is mm-hmm. so perfect and they're make, and they're bragging about all the millions of dollars they're making. And meanwhile, you're in the back room with them at a meeting and they're like, oh my God, I, I'm so stressed out. I want to leave my, my company. I want to start over. This is too much. But you don't hear that. They're, they're putting the persona out that everything's great and everything's perfect. Um, so we, we make these assumptions that what people put out there are mm. truth and accurate of the whole person. Yeah. Especially not, on Instagram. Yeah. Instagram is like, Oh, look how wonderful my life is. I'm on vacation all the time and I'm traveling and I'm eating all this great food and swimming and I live in this beautiful mansion. Uh, Facebook is a little bit more kind of uh, subdued. 
Mm. But uh, there, there's a phenomena called the Facebook depression now, mm. where people get depressed because they're they're always wanting those likes mm-hmm. you know, from their friends, and if they post something that doesn't get the likes, they they get anxious about it and, and then eventually get depressed. Yeah, that's the number two attention. They they feel that, you know, and it kind of overlaps. You feel this person got 50 likes and I got five. And actually uh, a relative of mine who's no longer with us, he's, that he was obsessed with how many likes he had. And he would text me and say, did you see my post on Facebook? I got 100 likes. And I'd be like really, truly, you need to get a life, you know, like it's, it it becomes an obsession with people. Now, I, I think a lot of people, for the most part, don't get totally obsessed. But we kind of feel this little, oh, I have this great insight. And I want to share with people or you see this really wonderful um, uh, quote, and you're sharing it, and then no one likes it. No one clicks like, and you're thinking, <laughs> no one likes me. And so we make these assumptions. And even though Facebook algorithms have changed, and a lot of times they don't show all your posts. So there's a lot of uh, variables there. But we tend to kind of get down if we're not getting that attention or those likes. Yeah. Can we buy likes? You can buy likes. <laughs> Actually, Kylie Jenner paid $1.2 million mm-hmm. for one Instagram post. Wow. So she can get her new, you know, whatever she was promoting. And so if you saw her, um, saw her post and say, wow, how did she get all those millions of people liking her post? Well, she's paying for it. So not everything is as they seem. And not all of us have a million dollars to just throw at a post. So we have to really keep things in perspective and uh, not defining ourselves by those those metrics of how many likes I have, how many followers I have, um, how many people say, thank you so much. What, how many comments you get, like uh, telling you how wonderful your insights are. It, it, it all, we can get all tied up in getting that approval from people. Yeah. Uh, you know, comedians have kind of a, an insight into a lot of our social picadillos. Mm-hmm. Uh, one comedian was saying that, uh, on, um, in Instagram, everything's beautiful and happy and fun. On Facebook, it's like, yeah, my life has turned out pretty good. You know, I'm doing all right and all this stuff. And then on Twitter, it's like, we're all going to die. <laughs> that is funny. If you're enjoying this conversation and do not want it to end, it doesn't have to. You can join us on our Facebook fan page at Creative Mind Method and continue the conversation Get tools, free visualizations, free downloads, and announcements of live events and new courses that we're hosting. So join us after the show at Creative Mind Method on Facebook. See you there. And so the last one is this wonderful, especially in the political climate, getting triggered. I mean, over little, little things, someone posts something. Uh, that's why we don't post anything political or even respond to anything political because it's really divisive right now, especially. And, um, and I see, I just watch people and they're just kind of 
poking the tiger, basically, and back and forth, and people get in arguments and get wrapped up. And I remember, actually, I w- it wasn't political. I posted something about uh, one woman was saying how the ter- world is going to hell and how, you know, what are we going to do about it? And I said, well, you know, it's not really going all to hell. I mean, we definitely need to pay attention, but we should also focus on what's good in the world. We're not, you know, instead of the doom and gloom. And I got attacked so hard for... What, what are you, you know, pushing away, you know, denying things and, you know, they're, they're re- and I was just like, and I said, I'm not playing. I said, you're obviously misunderstanding what I said and thank you very much. And I cut it short, but I could have, if I wasn't conscious, I would have been wrapped up in that thinking about it all day. How many times have you done that where you get wrapped up in that, what someone said and they're, you're wanting, thinking about a good way to get back and be right. And, you know, it's just kind <laughs> of an ego, <laughs> not me, but the ego gets all caught up in it. And so these three ways, comparing ourselves to others, trying to get attention and getting triggered up in these conversations can take us away from our spiritual path, from our, our wh- who we really are. Yeah. And so why, why does this happen in the first place and how can we change it? Mm-hmm. Well, I think why it happens is because we're humans Mm -hmm. and uh, social media kind of gives us that sense that uh, we can say things without uh, the consequences, Mm. whereas when we're live with a person, we're a little bit more cautious, obviously. Uh, So that's probably one of the big reasons that we are hiding behind this persona, like you said, that we created. Mm-hmm. Almost like catfishing ourselves. <laughs> or catfishing ourselves. So, and we create the persona naturally in, in our everyday life. We have a persona that we, we create um, and we identify with it. If we're not conscious, we, we identify as the personality. And then we extend that personality onto Facebook or YouTube and all those places. And what, what, ha- what tends to happen is that we forget this other part of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And Jung said that there's much more to us than just this surface self. There's our collective deeper self, our true self. Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the true self, um, is not going to, let's say be on Facebook necessarily. (laughs) I'm going on Facebook as my true (laughs) self. Yeah. You, you need the persona to interact and therefore, uh, this, uh, electronic persona then on on social media becomes uh, kind of takes on a life of its own, very much like uh, celebrities Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, play these roles and then get typecast Mm -hmm. and and people start to see them as their character. Mm -hmm. You know, somebody that plays on a show for years and years, they become that character to other people. And even if the actor's walking down the street, people will talk to them like the persona and not really see who they are. And so, we, it's a natural thing that happens, and, but in, in true spiritual growth, we have to see ourselves beyond that persona. We can not, it's not letting go of it, but seeing that that's not who we are. So the first step would be to understand that we're not the persona, that we're putting ourselves out there, our best foot forward, just to socially connect with people. But that's not all who we are. Like All our, our money isn't on how many Facebook followers or Instagram followers we have. There, there's so much more to life than that. 
And, um, and then also the persona dictates, you know, we define ourselves by how much money we make, whether we're in a relationship or not. Are we happy in that relationship? How many kids we have? Do we have kids? Are we trying to get children? And then we tend to um, feel bad if someone has something we don't have. And so that's that comparison. And we're looking at just that persona that all that stuff makes a person good or better. Well, absolutely. And then uh, the attention, we get attached to being liked, uh, mm. you know, because that's kind of a, a natural social aspect of being human is that we want to be liked, we want to be accepted. And then this is extended into when I post something, I'm kind of putting my 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 electronic self out there, <laughs> my social media self out there, and then according to how many likes and how much attention I get, um, I feel good mm-hmm. or I feel bad if I don't get a, the, the, the attention. And it's because I'm attached to being liked. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so one of the things that we can do with that is to have non-attachment to that, not look for that approval externally. And I think... Practicing on social media is a good start because we do it in all all parts of life. We're always trying to be liked, so we, you know, don't stand up for ourselves, don't speak up, do things that we're not comfortable doing because we are afraid people won't like us, and so um, or avoid situations so we won't be rejected. So with social media, it's actually a really good practice for us to put that little persona out there and practice non-attachment to yeah. whether people like us, agree with us, praise us, or reject us. We have to kind of keep both sides of the coin neutral yeah and practice being genuine Mm -hmm. Uh, because if you think about why why uh, most people are afraid of social speaking or public speaking uh because they're they they're getting attention from people Mm -hmm. people are looking at them right and the bigger the number of people looking at you it's like intimidating Mm -hmm. but here we can practice in a measured way of saying uh, I'm doing this, or I'm, I'm practicing this, or I'm up to this, or I'm having this issue and this problem in a genuine way and having people read it and attend to what you're doing uh, and practicing not getting too caught up in it. You know, it's like um, before you post something, say to yourself, is this what I really want to say or just because I want to be liked? Mm. Do I want to post this because I feel like I'm going to lift up the people that follow me and, and, and my family and friends that follow me, or uh, is this going to make the world a better place or am I just dumping? And you see people that dump, they're just kind of dumping and looking for people to feel sorry for them. They're telling about their problems and they, they get that attention from the woe is me. And you, if you do that, you're probably doing that in other areas of your life. And it's not really freeing because you're just manipulating people and you're not really doing something out of a genuine expression. And so just ask yourself right before you post, is this what I really want to post? Or is I just want to be liked or want to get attention? The last one triggered. So Rob, how do you deal with triggers? What what do you think? uh, (laughs) First of all, don't fight to get into political arguments on Facebook, you'll never win. Uh, And uh, it's just, it's not, it's a waste of time to argue with people on even in any kind of situation. A topic. Yeah. Well, I would say don't get into useless yeah. uh, political. Um, I mean, because some people make a living uh, uh, out of it. You know, the reporters and commentators yeah. and and um, uh, like a healthy pundits. debate. Yeah. 
uh, it's their job, so they have to get into those debates. And, and there, are, there are healthy ways to debate. Mm-hmm. And we have to have conversations about difficult things mm-hmm. uh, like racism and, and class division and inequality and, and women's issues and rights and all this incredibly difficult uh, stuff. Uh, but when we are triggered, and we will be triggered inevitably, in life and in, in uh, on the internet, in uh, social media, when we are triggered, it's an opportunity. In other words, we approach it as an opportunity to check in on our own mind. Because whatever it's pulling from us, that anger, that frustration, that, oh, I got to get back at them, it's within us. It, it, it's simply that the trigger is bringing it out. Mm. But it, it's been within us all this time. And so a quick exercise would be to identify that you're triggered, <laughs> first recognize it, and then the second would be notice that it is coming from inside of you, that no one can trigger you without your permission. Mm-hmm. That's right. And then uh, what you want to do is examine, like, what is... What am I defending? Because when we're triggered, we're just defending our persona. So what am I defending? Um, I always, like, am I defending my uh, respect or am I defending my reputation? And then you just, and then ask why. Why do I need to defend this? Why do I need that person to tell me that I'm good or that I'm right? And then we, you're really getting into it. And then I want you to just sit with the feeling and really understand how does this trigger show up in other areas of your life? And it's an opportunity. Yeah. And these may seem uh, trivial to some people, but the way we approach spirituality is that uh, it's in everything. It's, mm-hmm. in, it's in everything we do, including being online and, and doing our work online and, and, or, or just chatting with friends and family online. Uh, it's an opportunity to be spiritual and to know more about our own mind, our mm. own character. And so in closing, the persona that we put on social media is if we believe we're the persona, it could stunt our spiritual growth because we are identifying with that persona, that superficial part of ourselves that, um, and not superficial in like a materialistic kind of way, but like almost like that most a superficial part, not a really deep essence of who we are. And if we define ourselves by how much money we make, if we're in a relationship or not, how much we weigh, what we look like, what our age is, how successful we are, who likes us, who doesn't, that's all ego. And uh, and we, if we get caught up in that, which social media magnifies, we lose our spiritual nature. We, we knew, lose uh, that t- in being in touch with that spiritual nature. Absolutely. But again, it's an opportunity mm-hmm. if we take it. Yes. Right? Here's an opportunity to go into a new area uh, that uh, this technology affords us uh, where we've never been as human beings. Mm. We've never had this before uh, in the long evolution of humankind. Uh, this is completely new. Mm. And we, we're figuring it out as we go along. And it's an Great adventure. Mm-hmm. It can be a great adventure if we approach it that way. And so don't take things personally. <laughs> the golden rules. Um, be non-attached and see every time you're triggered as an opportunity, whether it's comparing yourself to someone else or um, 
needing attention or getting in little bits, little arguments. And, uh, and it's okay to debate, but when you'll know when it gets to that place where it's, where you just need to be right. And it's not really an open debate. It's more like you're not listening. You're just wanting to be right. And so, uh, having that practice of non-attachment and seeing yourself beyond the persona that I'm not this Facebook persona and they're not that Facebook persona. They say this in yoga, the namaste, the divine in me recognizes the divine in you. Try to see other people too in their divine self. They may be freaking out. They may be an ego. So, but you, if you can hold the, the vision of them in their highest self, you could, they'll start to become that for you. Oh, nice. So uh, great episode. Lots of uh, juicy, juicy things to do. Everyone's scrambling to go on uh, on Facebook now, and and Twitter, and YouTube, and Instagram, and all Podcast. those podcasts, and saying, "Let me get triggered, and let me uh, reach spiritual enlightenment." On that note, we'll see you next time. See you next week for another great Creative Mind Living show.